You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Good morning. Welcome to Family Sunday this morning. It's so good having all the children in with us and it's just such a great experience. So we just want to welcome you. Um, A great experience. Did you laugh at me then when I said great experience? Oh, for all the kids in here. Oh, it's just so good to have our families in the room. Who loves their family? Well, you can't not put your hand up. <laughs> so this morning, as we come to our family service, can we look at your family through the lens of Jesus? Your family looking through the lens of Jesus. What does it mean to look at your family through the lens of Jesus? Well, it means to see Jesus and bring His ways to your families. You see, when we see Jesus, we learn of the access that we have to Him, making Him the true resource for how we lead and love our families well. And as we choose Jesus, we action His ways of doing family. And what we'll see in our interactions, our conversations and our relationships, we will see the personality of Jesus Christ. And Jesus' personality is what's known as the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is love, joy and peace. He is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. The truth today is that you all have this access. It's for the moments and it's for the moments when a family member may be angry, impatient, sad or feeling confusion. And to a degree, we can all navigate these moments, but there are many times when our own capacity has reached its limit. And maybe there are limitations in areas of our own lives. But the good news is today, we can ask Jesus, Jesus, how would you handle this confusion right now that my child or my partner are experiencing? How would you handle this situation that they're going through? What are your thoughts about why they may be feeling this way? We're dealing with a level of information, but we're never going to be dealing with the whole truth. But when we ask Jesus, He gives us the entire truth of the situation. And as we patiently listen and diligently apply His words, Jesus says, my truth will set you free. When we see Jesus, the Bible teaches us to fix our eyes on Him. Hebrews 12.2 says it like this, fixing our eyes on Jesus for He is the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, we see Jesus, the pioneer who has gone before us and done what no one has. He has made a way to Him. But not only is Jesus our pioneer, the good news is, is that He is the perfecter of our faith. And this word is translated as finisher or completer and speaks of bringing all things into completion. Not only has He created a family, but by these words, He will also sustain your family. And lastly, He will see it through to completion. In Jesus, sadness has access to joy. 
Confusion has access to true peace and anger and impatience. Because of the truth of Jesus, we have access to self-control. Jesus will sustain you to completion. Ephesians 2.10 says this from the voice, For we are the product of His hand. God's masterpiece. Heaven's poetry has been etched over all of our lives. We have been created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. Today, family is family is the masterpiece of God's creation. God has created marriage and parenthood to reveal the very character of God to us. And God put children in families so that they can experience His love and learn how to love others. And for me the other day, I was reminded of what joy family brings. For all our families, your family's mine, we all have routines. Routines for dinner time, routines for bedtime, routines for cleaning up the house or just trying to get out of the door on time. But in my family, one of ours is the morning routine of helping our teenagers get to school. And one of my jobs is to get the school uniforms. And as I do this, I fold all the washing at the same time. And as I was folding my children's clothes, I thought to myself, this won't always be my routine. My children are going to grow and they're going to leave home one day in the future But folding my children's clothes in the morning, it won't be something that I always do. And what I was experiencing when I was folding my children's clothes, it was actually joy and it was love. I felt happy to be a part of my children's life in the morning and felt I'm not going to take these moments for granted. I looked over at Lee, my husband, who was cooking the boys breakfast. They were getting a hot breakfast this day. It doesn't happen every day. And I thought about how long it had taken to form this routine, but how happy it made me at this moment. We were a team, not a perfect one, because to get here, there were so many bumps in the roads to get to where we were now, but it was all worth it. We had to make a way for our children to help them to where they needed to go. We had to participate in the lives of our children. We had to trust God, His way of doing things. And when we wanted to express frustration, which was many times, we had to constantly choose and learn self-control. When we felt anger, we had to choose patience. Do we get it right all the time? No, but we say sorry and we choose change. Why? So they see Jesus in the choices that we make and the actions that we give. Lee and I had to pioneer and what we found was joy and peace. Romans 15, 13 says this, I pray that the God who gives hope will fill you with so much joy and peace as you trust in Him. Then you will have more and more hope and it will flow out of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, we are pioneers for our families. What is a pioneer, you might ask? 
A pioneer is a person who does something that has never been done before. Pioneers open up an area or prepare a new way. And all of us here today are pioneers. For the kids today in the room, every time you finish that school year and go to the next grade, you are doing something you've never done before. This morning, kids, you are pioneers. Finishing year 12 and transitioning to a trade or university, you are participating in a whole new way of life. This morning, you are pioneers. Having a baby or getting married, transitioning into a new job role, you are pioneering a new space. All of us here today, we are listening to God's truth. And right now in this moment, we are participating in the development of seeing our families grow through the lens and the truth of Jesus. Today, we are all pioneers. And to love and lead our families well, I want to look at three specific areas that God is revealing to us. Firstly, can we pioneer with purpose? Pioneering our families with God's purposes in mind. And the question we need to ask is, what is purpose? The purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. God has created your family for purpose. Proverbs 19:21 says this, we humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but it's God's purpose that prevails. And secondly, to love and lead our family well, we can pioneer with the mind of Christ. Pioneering our families with the mind and the truth of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 2:5 says this, the mind of Christ stands in sharp contrast to the wisdom of man. And thirdly, to love and lead our families well continually, we can pioneer God's way. What are His thoughts on how to lead our families? If we're going to do it God's way, God, what are you thinking about how I can lead my family well? What happens when we live God's way? Ephesians 2.10 says, you will accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. That is a promise to our families that what God starts, He will finish. So firstly, what does it mean to pioneer with God's purpose? To pioneer with purpose so that you will enjoy the peace that comes along from, what is, from doing what is right. What is my purpose in life? Was a question I wrestled with for so many years. And I thought to myself, will you have a light bulb moment when you finally understand why you were created and what your purpose is in this life? But I soon realised that it was much simpler than what I'd made it to be. And the process of understanding what God's process for my life was started with a question. And I said to myself, if, if I look at my life right now, what has God put into my hands? If you look at your life right now, what has God put into your hands in this very season of your life? Because what He's put into your hands, that is the purpose for your life. So if I look at my life right now, I'm married, I have a family, I serve voluntary in our church, 
I'm at uni studying part-time and I have a full-time job providing care. That is my purpose, plain and simple. What God has given into my hands, I am now responsible for to steward faithfully alongside Jesus. And what I've learned is that God is the only one who can truly make you happy. So to pioneer with purpose is to understand what He has created you to do and learn to filter what will distract you. And since I have understood this better, I have sought God's purposes for my family. And what did I find? I found disciplines that have brought significant change to my parenting and to my life. You see, I have been created to continually love my family back to health. You know, and I can greatly encourage healing to my children in my conversations just by the very words, tone and actions that I use in a way that is consistent with God's love. I have been created to ask my children questions like, hey, how can I help you? When you ask your children, when you ask your partner how you can help them, it softens their frustration. It eases tension. It produces relationships filled with compassion and active participation that you are not alone in this moment that I can come alongside of you and ask you, how can I help you in this moment? I've been created to be firm, but be kind. I remember I was listening to a psychologist one day in a podcast and he was an older man and he had about eight children in his family and they were asking him, what's the secrets to parenting? You're a professional and your children, you've got so many of them, you've got experience. What would you say to us as some of the things that make a good parent? And he said, I've just got two words for you. Two words that sum it all up. And he said, be firm, but be kind. And as soon as he said these words, I think because there were only two, it was so easy to adapt into my parenting. And I thought in that moment of listening to that, I can do that. I can be firm with love and with boundaries, but I can be kind in the way that I minister those boundaries to my children. Be firm and be kind. This produces a safe, loving environment and clear boundaries to my family. The boundary also gives my emotions and a sense of security to myself as I'm parenting. And lastly, I've been created to listen. In my household, there is no conversation that is off limits. And decisions won't be made without a conversation. I just don't want to go around telling my kids what to do all the time. I want to be able to have a conversation with them and take the process through them so that they learn the skills that they need to learn for their life. No conversation is off limits. Listening without reaction and judgment produces gentleness and kindness and a continual open door. And these are some of the strategies that God has taught me. So the question for you and me today is, what strategies do you need to see a change in your families? What strategies do you need to see a change in your children, your marriage right now? Hebrews 12, 10 says this, Our fathers 
on earth disciplined us for a short time in the way that they thought was best. But God disciplines us to help us so that we can be holy like Him. We don't enjoy discipline when we get it. It is painful. But later, the Word says, after we have learned our lesson from it, we will enjoy the peace that comes from doing what is right. Secondly, what does it mean to pioneer with the mind of Christ? When we pioneer our families with the mind of Christ, it's so that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, But we have the mind of Christ. But what does this mean? What does this mean to have the mind of Christ? It means that we have access to His thoughts, His solutions, and His strategic ways to navigate your family well into His peace. Your thoughts create your feelings every minute of the day. And the question is for us, what do your emotions reveal to your family? How do they steer your family? Are your feelings loving or frustrating, impatient or self-controlled? Because our feelings matter to those who are on the receiving end. Feelings are controlled by our thinking. Colossians 3.21 says this, Fathers, don't come too down too hard on your children or they will become discouraged. Proverbs 31.26 says to mothers, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. If you want to control your feelings, we're going to have to change our thinking. In two words, that I am constantly focusing on in my life in this very season are avoidance and resistance. I keep hearing avoidance and resistance. Avoidance is the action of keeping away from or not doing something that needs to be done. Resistance is the refusal to accept or comply with something. You see, if I react with anger but avoid self-control, when the Holy Spirit wants to lead me in this moment, I can do two things. I can respond or I can avoid it. I can follow or I can resist accepting His truth. Do you ever wonder, moments in your life, do you ever wonder why you get stuck? And I believe it's avoidance and resistance to change. But know this Somebody in your family, if you don't change, will be paying the cost. So how do we become unstuck? We have to not avoid the conversation with God. Don't avoid the conversation with God that He is having with you. Don't resist when your partner or your child gives you information about your unhealthy behaviours. Because God this morning, this is His truth. This is His heart. He wants to heal you. He wants to set you free so that you can love and lead your family well through His power, through His strength. You see, pioneers, 
They open up an area and they prepare a way. Therefore, today's question for you and me is, is there a particular area in your life that you are aware that you might be avoiding, but that needs to be brought before God for healing? And I want you to imagine something. I always thought when I was a young adult, I always thought in this way, I imagined two baskets. And in one basket, there might be anger, the way you're feeling and thinking about a situation. And anger can come from tensions and past hurts and learnt behaviours start to form. But in this basket where your anger lies, there is compassion for where that anger started. There is compassion for maybe that pain that was caused to you that was out of your control. And it's left you in a state of feeling angry and frustrated and hurt. But in this basket, there is compassion and grace and understanding for how you got to this place. There is grace this morning. There is, there is healing. There is understanding. There is compassion for you this morning. And we want to walk that journey with you. But in the other basket is responsibility. Responsibility for my behaviours. Responsibility for my actions. Because when I become an adult, when truth and information comes into life about my unhealthy practices, I have to do something about it. I can either avoid and resist and stay stuck or I can listen to God who wants to heal me and propel me, no longer having to live with anger, but reigning in my household with peace. This morning there is understanding, but there is also responsibility and the Holy Spirit never leaves you alone. He will do it with you this morning. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And thirdly, as we do this, we will be pioneering God's way. When we pioneer God's ways, it's so that you will accomplish the good works that God arranged long ago for you and your family. Galatians 5.22 says this, but what happens? What happens when we live God's way? Well, it says He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like, affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in our hearts and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. It says, since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our life. 
Because when we do this, when it stops just being something in our heart, something that we're going to do one day, something that we're going to change, when we work out these implications in our life, it leads the way for God's freedom. You know, I'd been dealing with an issue that was so heavy on my mind. And as I couldn't Netflix my way out of it, I decided to get out of bed and go for a walk on the beach and start asking God for some relief of my mind. I needed relief from the overwhelming attack on my mind. And so I was thinking about right in this moment as I'm walking, put my earbuds in, what, what preaching message can I put on right now that'll encourage me? What song can, can come and that's worshipping God and just enter into my headspace that was being so harassed by the enemy? I just needed some peace and I just needed relief. What could I put on to, to fill my ears? And as I was going to choose on my phone, I heard the Holy Spirit speak into my heart and say this word, silence. And I knew straight away what that meant. It meant don't put on a preaching video. Preaching videos are great. It's just not the way He had for me in this moment. Songs of worship are great when you're trying to stop that harassment in my mind, but it's just not the way He had for me in this moment. And I knew exactly what He meant by silence. And so I turned it off. But when I turn everything off, I'm left with all the harassment that's going in my head. And as I started to walk in silence, which was unbearable, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, you know, it's easy just to come to a finished work like a song. He said, but the question I want to ask you is, were you there when they were struggling to write the lyrics? You've just come to the outcome. You've just come to somebody's breakthrough, but they had to struggle to get the breakthrough that you're listening to. Were you there when I was taking through through situations where they had to make hard choices to get the words for this song so that you could experience what they worked hard to get? He said, it's easy to come to a finished product, but what I'm asking you is, will you pioneer for me? Will you pioneer for me? Will you allow me to take you through the process of getting and receiving healing from the harassment of your mind? It's gonna take some work, but if you stick with me, I will pull you through to receive healing and total healing. And you know what I said to God? I said, no. I said, I can't do that. I can't sit in this silence. It is so overwhelming and the harassment on my mind, all I want to do is get out of here and fill my life with noise just to stop what I'm feeling. And then He asked me again, will you pioneer for me? Then He asked me again, will you pioneer for me? And on the last time I said, I'll pioneer for you. And I'm still in this season. I'm still walking with Him every morning and praying this through. But what I've realised is that when you pioneer God's way with His purpose, with the mind of Christ, doing it His way, 
He always walks you into freedom. Can we pioneer God's way today? What's the outcome? There's freedom in my thinking. And because there's freedom in my thinking, there's freedom in my feelings. Healthy, healed behaviours that are now leading and loving my family well. And as we do this, we will see the reflection of Jesus in our families. Can we pray this morning? Father God, I just pray as we continue to lead and love our families well. Lord God, you said that we can pioneer our families with your purposes. Father, that we can enjoy the peace that comes from doing what is right. God, I pray as that we pioneer with you, we can pioneer with the mind of Christ so that the peace of God will guard our hearts and our minds because we are in Christ Jesus. Father God, as we learn to love and lead our families well with Your power, Father, we pioneer our families with Jesus so that we will accomplish the good works that God arranged long ago. And as we do this, God, we pray that we will see the reflection of Jesus in our families. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you stand in this place today? In a moment, Naomi's going to pray over all of our families and we're just going to believe that God God brings a breakthrough and releases whatever we need in our families. But before we do that, you know, we, we've heard this amazing message on um, what families are called to look like through the lens of Jesus. It's, it's really encouraging. For, but for all of us today, to have access to God's best for you means that, first of all, you need to have God's best for you. What am I getting at today? If you don't know Jesus personally, if you don't have God's best for you, what's God's best for you? Jesus residing in your heart. God loves you so, so much. Just with our eyes closed for a moment. God sent His best, Jesus, to take on the sin of the world, take on the brokenness of the world, but to take on our sin and brokenness. And I just want to give give you the opportunity today, whether you're a young child, teenager, young adult, adult, watching online or in the room, I I just want to encourage you today, this this is your moment to respond to God's love for you so that you can start with God's best and then walk into everything that He has for you. If that's you in this place, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer after me. And it's a prayer of calling on the name of of Jesus, calling on His name, calling on His salvation for your life. I'm going to invite the entire church to pray it with me. But if you if you haven't prayed this prayer before, and you're like, I need God's best, I need Jesus. If I'm going to make a good go of life and a good go with my family, I, I need Jesus to help me do, to do that. I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer after me. Why don't, why don't we pray? Dear God, I thank you that you sent your best You sent Jesus. And today, I'm calling on the name of the Lord. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that you raised Jesus for the forgiveness of my sins. I surrender my life to you. 
take residence in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Greatest prayer you can ever pray for the first. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.